All right, okay, okay. What's up, everybody? It's Aussie Talks Facts right here. Gonna spit some facts. Like always, of course. I know um, you guys probably didn't expect an episode today. You guys, uh, I just want to say, though, one quick thing. My WWE Friday Night SmackDown review will be on Sunday afternoon. I'm going to be busy tomorrow afternoon. I'm going to be watching SmackDown tomorrow, but I am going to be busy in the afternoon after I watch it. I'm going to be going out, so I won't have time to do my episode. But I'm going to do it for you guys probably Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. I'll talk about it with you guys. But we got to talk about something in the NBA. The Philadelphia 76ers now have a new head coach, and his name is Doc Rivers. So what I thought about this hire for a second, like we knew the 76ers were going to either hire Mike D'Antoni, who left the Rockets. The Rockets didn't fire him. He said he's out. And Doc Rivers, who got fired by the L.A. Clippers. It was going to come down to either one of those two. And I, I, for a second, I thought it should be D'Antoni, but... After, after Doc Rivers got hired, I still thought it should have been D'Antoni, but, you know, take your time to think about it. Doc Rivers has a championship. D'Antoni doesn't. And sure, if you would have brought in either one of these guys, even if it would have been D'Antoni over Rivers, they can really change, they can really turn this Philadelphia 76ers team around. And I think Rivers definitely will. You know, despite people saying Doc Rivers is an overrated head coach, well, at least he has a championship. You can't say, oh, we got lucky. No, we didn't get lucky. He was, he's a good coach. He is a good coach, Doc Rivers. And it's a five-year deal with the Philadelphia 76ers, by the way. And I think he could seriously turn that team around. That's only if Joel Embiid is still a Philadelphia 76er. We're hearing rumors that Embiid and Simmons don't get along. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, really? I mean, the 76ers, they made some bad moves in the offseason last year by not keeping J.J. Redick and not signing, like, Kyle Korver, like, signing a shooter as a replacement. You know, they brought in Tobias Harris, who's bounced around from so many teams. They brought in Al Horford. It's like the lineup was too big right there, and they're trying to shoot threes. We know Simmons can't shoot threes. It's like, it's ridiculous. The 76ers, and they got bounced in the playoffs this year. They got bounced. I got swept by the Celtics. I mean, come on. And I do believe Brett Brown was definitely the problem. He was a terrible head coach. He was a terrible head coach. He was bad. He wasn't good. He was good as a development type of coach, kind of like a Kenny Atkinson type, like as a, 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 a developmental coach. But once you put him in the big moments, he's going to fold. Like how Kenny Atkinson had a good team now with the Nets um, this season. You know, Brandon Kyrie, we knew, K- we knew KD wasn't going to play this season, and DeAndre Jordan. And we knew the team was ready to win in a way, but once you give Kenny Atkinson that team, he had no idea what to do with it. Because he was so used, you know, to having like a developmental kind of team in a way. Developing like stars like Lavert, Dinwiddie, D'Angelo, Jared Allen, and, you know, eventually now Nick Claxton in the fold. You know what I mean? That's why I'm happy. Well, you could say, well, the Nets, you know, they hired Steve Nash, who doesn't have any coaching experience. But it's going to work out. But with the Sixers, it's going to work out as well for Doc Rivers. It will. <clears throat> it definitely will for Doc Rivers. You know, um, and I don't think he's an overrated head coach. I think he gets a bad rap. You know, you could say oh, he's blown a lot of leads. Yeah, I understand that. But at least he has a championship. He is still a good head coach. You know, it all comes down to the players as well. The coaches are scapegoats in a way. The players deserve blame as well. You know, it's not Doc Rivers' fault the Clippers blew it to the Nuggets. It's not his fault. It's the players' fault. They're the ones choking right there. Doc Rivers isn't playing. 
I mean, come on. Yeah, sure, coaches can make stupid decisions. I don't feel like he made any bad decisions. That's on the team right there. The Clippers were good enough to go to the championship this year. They would have beaten the Lakers. Or at least they would have went seven games with the Lakers. The Lakers probably could have pulled it out. But, I mean, come on, man. And I think it's a good hire for the 76ers. Either way, it would have been a good hire. I mean, we know Dan and Tony's, he is overrated. He definitely is. You know, he's had a lot of great players. You know, he's never won a championship. So he is overrated, Dan Tony. Doc Rivers, he's not. Because he has a ring. He has a ring. And again, you could say, oh, he got lucky. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I mean, Doc Rivers is 58 years old. By the time his contract's done, he'll be 63. He's been coaching since 1999. We know he played, he played in the NBA for 13 years. He played eight years with the Hawks. He played one year with the Clippers, three years with the Knicks, and three years with the Spurs. He was a one-time All-Star in 88 with the Hawks. He coached the Magic for four years. He coached the Celtics for nine years. And the Clippers for seven years. Now he's got the 76ers. And he was the coach of the year in 2000 with uh, the Magic. And that was like, what was it, like his second season right there? Yeah. So overall with the Magic, let's look at his, like, his career records right here. Overall hit in his career... Doc Rivers has coached 1,624 games. He has 943 wins and 681 losses with a percentage of with a winning percentage of .581. And in the playoffs, he's coached 180 games, is 91 and 89 with a winning percentage of .506. So yeah, in the playoffs, yeah, Doc Rivers does have his trouble. He does. He definitely does. Now let's look at his, let's look at his whole career. With the Magic, he coached the Magic from 1999 to 2004. In his first year, they missed the playoffs, and in the next three straight years, they lost in the first round. And in the fourth year, he got fired with a one in ten record. So I mean, not not I mean you know it's not that bad right there to be honest. Except the last year, we got fired in. And with the Celtics, let's see, he only missed the playoffs twice, which was the 05-06 season, the 06-07 season. And after that terrible 06-07 season when they were 24 and 58, the next season they bounced back and won the championship with a 60 when he was 66 and 16. And they beat the Lakers that year in the finals. And he's been to two NBA finals, Doc Rivers. He went to the NBA finals in the 09-10 season when they were 50 and 32. And they failed to win. They lost in seven. And when they won in 07 away, they won in six. So overall, he's had a really good career, Doc Rivers, especially with the Clippers. They only missed the play- he only missed the playoffs once, and that was a 2017-2018 season, and they were 42-40. and 40. That's the only season he missed the playoffs with the Clippers. So he's barely missed the playoffs. He's been a really good head coach. And you could say in the playoffs, though, he has his moments where he does choke. It does happen. You know, where he, you know, he kind of folds in the, po- in, the, in the postseason, in the playoffs. You know, it, it is what it is. Um... But I still think it's a great hire for the 76ers, and I believe he's gonna he's gonna turn it around. But they gotta keep Joel Embiid because we're hearing a lot of trade rumors. Personally, if I'm the Philadelphia 76ers, if I'm Elton Brand, the GM of the Philadelphia 76ers, I would trade Ben Simmons. And you could say, why would you do that? I'd be like, okay, one. What does Ben Simmons bring to the game? What does he bring to the game? The guy can't shoot. He's only good for driving in. Yeah, sure, that's great and all, but you need him to shoot. He's gotta shoot the ball. No, no, enough of this driving in. And defense, he's good, Simmons. He's good on defense. 
But offense, his game is terrible. It's very generic, and it's not good. He just drives in the paint. He's very boring. He's a dull basketball player. He's got to expand his range. That's the way the game is now. You have to expand your range. You cannot play old-school basketball. It's not like that anymore. You have to expand your range and become a three-point shooter. Like, listen, I don't make the rules. That's just how the game is. That's how it is nowadays. You have to shoot threes. You know, a reason why this, this game is like it, the way, like, uh, <clears throat> the reason why the game is like this now is because of Steph Curry. Steph Curry really changed the game, or the Golden State Warriors in general changed the, and changed the game with all the three-point shooting that they've done, which mostly started like in the 14-15 season. Ever since then, everybody's trying to be like the Warriors. I know you could say, oh, the 76ers shouldn't try. They should just be themselves. No, you have to play that way. That's how every team plays. You just have to. And I would trade Simmons because he doesn't bring anything else to the game except his defense and he drives it. He's not a shooter. You need a shooter. That's what the Philadelphia Philadelphia 76ers need. Maybe trade for a guy like Drew Holiday who's a shooter. They They should have brought back J.J. Redick or they should have signed Kyle Korver. Or maybe go out there, maybe trade for Seth Curry. Why not bring him in? Or, you know, you go in the offseason, the Philadelphia 76ers should sign Joe Harris. They need a shooter. Why not sign maybe Alonzo Trier? Why not sign him? That's another, that's another shooter right there. That's what they need, the Philadelphia 76ers. They need a shooter. You cannot have all these big men playing the game. It's not going to work. It already proved that it was going to work. They got swept by the Celtics. They got swept. They had no chance in hell in beating Boston. I, I, I predicted Boston in five. Boston said, no, we're going to sweep them. They did not stand a chance against Boston. You know, maybe if Doc Rivers was there, maybe they wouldn't have got swept. No, they definitely wouldn't have got swept if he was there. Because he doesn't care, Doc Rivers. He will coach you That's what he does. He coaches you hard. Sorry about that. Fucking people in this neighborhood. I swear to God, with the fucking cars. I swear to God, listen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> But still, oh my fucking god, Jesus Christ, man, you're not fucking cool, man, you're just not, you're fucking dope. Hold on a second. Sorry, every fucking time, every fucking time, I swear to god. Every fucking time this fucking jerk off, I swear to god. Every fucking time. He thinks he's so fucking cool in his fucking nice yellow car. You're not fucking cool, you fucking jerk off. Now you you get out of the car. Piece of shit. Excuse me, sorry. (laughs) But back to Doc Rivers and the Philadelphia 76ers. I believe if he was the head coach... and I'm sorry about that, guys. You know know how easily I get annoyed by that shit. But uh, back to um, uh, Doc Rivers and the Philadelphia 76ers. I believe if he was the head coach this season... They would not have got swept by Boston. They probably would have beaten Boston because he will coach you hard, Doc Rivers. He does. He brings the best out of you. He definitely does. He's a really good head coach. He's one of the top coaches in this league. He is. I would love to have him as a head coach. I would. You could say, oh, but all the times in the playoffs. Yeah, that's the one concern I have right there. That's anybody, even if it was Dan Tony, that's another concern because Dan Tony's a good coach in the regular season. But once it comes down to the playoffs, they fold. Him and Doc Rivers both fold. That's the one main concern I have when it comes to the playoffs because the Philadelphia 76ers will be a playoff team next season. They definitely will be. 
but I mean, how far will they go? I mean, you need, if they keep Embiid, he's got to stay healthy. They have to sign a shooter. I'm going to keep saying it again. They have to sign a shooter. They should call Ray Allen and tell him to come out of retirement for one year. I mean, seriously. That's what they need. You cannot have all these big men playing the game for you like, like this, man. You just can't. You know, what did they think was going to happen losing J.J. Redick? You lost a big-time three-point shooter right there. You know, that was going to hurt them. And it did. They're one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league. I mean, MB really shouldn't be shooting threes. I know he's expanded his game. The reason why I say for Simmons is because he's a point guard. He's a point guard. You know, point guard's got to shoot threes. The center's not really, to be honest, not really. Embiid's an all right three-point shooter. Horford's not. Like, he should be the last one shooting threes, you know. He should be the last one to try to expand his range. But, you know, I do wish the 76ers a lot of success. I do. You know, they had a really good team the year before with Embiid and with Simmons and with Butler and with, you know, Brandon Harris and Redick, you know. They had a good team. They really had a good fucking team. It just wasn't enough, you know, Kawhi, you know that shot from Kawhi Leonard right there. You know, if Philadelphia would have won, would they have beat Milwaukee? I mean, I don't know. I can't answer that. Part of, me, part of me wants to say yes, but I'm 50-50 on that. I don't know if they would have been able to. I don't know. It's a, it's a hard one to say. It, it's a hard one to say right there, you know, if they would have beaten Milwaukee. But, you know, listen. You know, this season, they had a good regular season, but in the playoffs, you know, they just can't win. And Brett Brown was, was the problem. He was definitely the problem. And the Philadelphia 76ers, they cut him out. They cut the problem out of the organization. Now it's a new beginning. I mean, you could say Philadelphia might want to trade MB because of his injury problems. Sure, that's definitely that definitely could happen. And you can get a lot of people back. Like, if, like I read the thing, maybe like if MB gets traded to the Nets, like the Nets would give up like Dinwiddie and Allen, maybe Levert. That would really help out the 76ers because you get Dinwiddie and you get Levert. I don't want to give up both of them. If I had a choice, I would give up Dinwiddie. I want to keep Levert. You know, but there you go. And then you have Allen in there, so then there you go. But I don't know if that'll happen, to be honest. I feel like Philadelphia should not blow it up like that. If you're going to trade somebody, you trade Simmons. You trade Simmons. That's what I would do. The guy did not deserve Rookie of the Year a couple years ago. The guy's overrated. The guy's a bum. The guy is so generic. He's a bum. He's like, he like, he's like if Ryan Hollins could score. He's generic. You know, he's like he's like the good version of Ryan Hollins. Seriously. He really is. He's not that good, Simmons. He's not. He is not. He's not that good. You gotta expand your range, man. Especially for your point guard. I understand he's a big guy, Simmons, but you gotta expand your range. You gotta expand your range. That's what you gotta do. If you were a center, that's different. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be uh, knocking him for it. But you're a point guard, bro. You're a point guard. You have to expand your range. That's what you have to do, man. That's what you have to do. And I do hate the 76ers, but I wish them a lot of success. You know, I, I do hate them. But, you know, they, they've had a lot of misery over the last, you know, few years. After the Allen Iverson years, they've just been a bad team. Everybody thought Michael Carter-Williams was going to be the next big thing in Philadelphia. 
He wasn't. He won the rookie of the year. He deserved it because he was playing really good. I remember watching the first few of his games. I was like, I like this kid. He's going to be good. And he won the rookie of the year. He played great the whole fucking season. After that, he just disappeared. Sometimes that happens with players. That when they win the rookie of the year, then the pressure really starts to get in. It starts it start to get to you. you. You start thinking a lot, you know, a lot bigger. Like, oh, now I got to win MVP, something like that. I'm sure some players think that or that they've thought that when they won rookie of the year. And some, of his, some, have, some have succeeded winning MVP. Michael Carter Williams did not. I thought he was an okay basketball player. Seriously, I thought he was. I thought he was the next big thing in Philly. But that just didn't work that way. You know, the Iverson years, they weren't able to win. They had that one chance in the NBA Finals against the Lakers. They lost in five. It just wasn't enough. Iverson wasn't enough to carry them. He put the team on his back, and it wasn't enough. You know, you need Allen Iverson going in there every night making, like, motivational speeches to the Philadelphia 76ers. And that's what, he should be Doc Rivers' like, wingman right there. He just goes in and he fucking, after a bad loss, he just gives huge, like, speeches after, after a game. And the players should listen. Because AI was the man. AI was the fucking man. You know, they should bring him in as a coach. Well, I mean, he might not want to do that, but still, just imagine him as a coach. That, I'd be all for that right there. I'm sure Iverson does a lot of things with the organization, but would he be willing to be a coach? He might not want to do that. I mean, I think it would be cool to, to see that, but I don't know if he would do that, though. It's definitely a consideration. I'm sure the 76ers have tried, because that would be really cool to see Iverson as a coach, as an assistant coach to Rivers. It'd be nice. I think that could work. That could seriously work. And Iverson's loved by the fans out there in Philly. There you go. Everything would work out just fine. But overall, with Rivers, though, I think it's a good hire. You know, like I said, I, at first, you know, I was, I was thinking, like, uh, he's overrated. But then there's, you know, Danny Tony's overrated, too. Well, not, well, Rivers isn't overrated. Like I said, he's got that championship. If he didn't have a championship, then I would call him overrated. But he's not. You can make an argument over the last few years. about where's He's only won one championship. Where's the other championship? It's like, yeah, I get that. But it, you can't always blame the coach. You can't always blame the coach. You have to blame the players. The players are the ones going out there losing and blowing leads. That's not on him. That's not on him. He, he, a coach can only do so much. The only A coach can only do so much in what changes they have to make during a game. Especially if, a team is, if your team is choking, there's only so much you can do. What else do you want the guy to do? He can't go on the court and play, him, and, and play himself right there. He can't. He can only do so much. So the Clippers choking isn't his fault. He's not the one out there playing and blowing leads. He said, well, he's a coach. He's calling the plays. Yeah, but there's only so much you can do right there. You know, the pressure gets to you. It does. But hopefully he has a lot of success in Philly. We know he's been a successful head coach. He's going to go into the Hall of Fame as a head coach. He definitely will. It's going to be that championship that's going to get him in. Well, actually, no. Even if he didn't have that championship, it's, he'd still get in. Dan Tony's questionable to make it to the Hall of Fame as a coach. Maybe if he wins a championship, sure. But he's borderline. Rivers will definitely make it. But all right, guys, I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. And listen, I wish Doc Rivers, the, you know, the best and all the success in the world, especially to the 76 as well, a team that I despise. I wish them a whole bunch a bunch of success. I do. I swear, I got to do my episodes inside for now on because I can't do this outside anymore because this is getting annoying with the cars and everything and the fucking motorcycles. It's annoying. I got to do it inside, you know, with my AC on. <laughs> but all right, guys, I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. You know, it's going to work out for Philly if they... You know, just don't trade Embiid. If you're Philly, don't trade Embiid. Because you want to stay successful, 
That's the one guy you don't want to get rid of. Despite his injury problems, despite that, he is still a great ball player when he's on. When he's healthy, he is a great ball player. He is. Simmons, healthy. I would not take Simmons healthy over like a 50% Joel Embiid. I wouldn't. I know that sounds very crazy, but I wouldn't. I take Embiid over Simmons all day, every day. All day, every day, man. It's not because I don't like Ben Simmons. I just see him as a generic ball player. He's not good. He's not good. Don't believe the hype in him. He's not that good. Embiid is way better than Simmons. If you want to start your franchise, if you had to pick two guys right there, if it was between Simmons or Embiid you want to start your franchise with or bring in as a star, you go Embiid despite his injury problems. Because what if, like, okay, say if you put Simmons on the net. Say if Kyrie, well, he's a point guard. So say you move him. I can't move him. Well, let's, let's just say he's on the nets. Whatever. You, you change the position. Whatever, whatever you want to say. Even though they wouldn't do that. Say Kyrie's having an off night. He can't shoot the ball. KD's having an off night. He can't shoot the ball. Say if Dinwiddie and Laverta there. They're off. They can't shoot the ball. But Simmons is scoring and scoring and scoring the paint. You need him to take a big shot. He's not going to make it. It's just not going to happen. So if I'm Philly and I'm thinking of trading somebody, Simmons is the guy that I would trade. I would keep Embiid. But listen, we'll see what happens. I'll talk to you guys Sunday morning with my WWE Friday Night SmackDown review. It'll either be Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. So if it's not in the morning, if you guys don't see an episode out, it'll be in the afternoon. But all right, guys, I will talk to you guys then. And to those who are watching SmackDown tonight, hope you guys enjoy. I'll talk to you guys on Sunday about it. And all right, that's all, folks. Talk to you then.